I don't know anything about this, but I think we all experienced this. This started like a year or two ago, it seems like. But now when I visit a website, it says, are you cool with cookies? Like years ago, we didn't have that. You just got on the website and it just did this thing. And then, you know, they'll say, are you cool with cookies? Which I guess tracks information about you or something. And you can hit, hit OK or decline. But uh, every time I decline, the website still works fine. So why aren't we just declining this every time? I mean, I guess what it should say is, do you know what cookies are, yes or no? And I'd have to hit no. Yeah, I don't really know what that is, although I know you can clear your cookies. But I guess it tracks, like, isn't a cookie the thing where if you go to a website, it remembered your password for you? Don't know. Listen, it's too late. They got everything on us now. It's, it's too late. We went from being kids where nobody knew where we were, nobody knew anything about us or what we talked about, mm -hmm. to them literally knowing everything about us. I even have an Apple Watch, so not only does it know how much money I have in the bank, where I'm going, it knows my heart rate when I look at certain things, it yeah. knows how far it, I walk It knows today. your health, it knows where you are, it knows what you look up. I mean, it knows a lot about you. Do you think there's anybody in America right now that just says, I'm not going to fall into that trap? Do you think there's a person out there that doesn't have a cell phone? Like an actively... Not because they don't have money. I mean, like, actively rejects the technology. I don't know anybody without, uh, without a cell phone. Do we know anybody without a cell phone? If you don't have a cell phone, call us right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think there is. I, and I, I'm so uh, impressed by younger people today, like um, my little brother Bryce, uh, Cadence, whose mommy's to date. He's like 16 now. He doesn't have a Facebook. Yeah, uh, He's got know, Instagram and all that other stuff, but no Facebook. You know what I was reading? Um, you know, every generation looks at the next generation and says, oh, those... Uh, those hoodlums, that's happened throughout time. I mean, somebody born in 1700 probably thought their teenager that was born in 1725 was rebellious, you know, mm -hmm. because, but we all do it. Uh, every generation changes. And I do hear about some kids that don't want to be on social media. Like my niece, for example, do you know how excited I was to drive a car? I mean, I was like counting down the weeks practically. I couldn't believe it. And then I talked to my niece. I'm like, uh, when are you going to get your driver's license? You're 16. She goes, eh, whenever. And you know what else I read? That um, the kids aren't into alcohol. Like, when I was in high school, it was like the keg party in the woods, mm -hmm. you know. And, you know, we were underage, and we shouldn't have been doing that. I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying, you know, I think everybody's curious. Like, what is that like? And, you know, you went to go hang out with friends. But now I'm reading that they don't care about that stuff because they saw their parents, you know, and the disaster that alcohol was for some of their parents, and they, they got a bad taste about it and don't want to do it. I don't think young people. Good. I don't think young people are going to be smoking cigarettes. I don't think young people are going to be drinking as much. I do. I think they're going to be vaping a lot of things. Yeah, there's something. Like and something I've, will replace it, but I've, I just don't know if bars are going to be like the huge thing to do. I've talked to some uh, young people that talked about vaping, and they were like, "Man, I wish I would have never started this because if you want to have a cigarette right now, you got to bundle up, walk outside like 50 yards away from your building, and do all that. Young person could just vape." And they could vape at the bathroom at school. And could you imagine having a, a form of tobacco or whatever it may be where you could just do it anytime you wanted and how, how ingrained and hooked on it you would get? Yeah, so... Like back in the day, I would drive to, to go to school and I had like a 45-minute drive. And so there was nothing to do. So I was like, well, I'll just smoke cigarettes. Mm -hmm. And so every time you got in the car, you had to smoke a cigarette. So you can imagine now that anytime you have to do anything, you just vape. So you don't have to wait for the brakes you can just vape 24 hours you might be, if you could get yeah, away like with it. To, walking into the bathroom, well, I normally have a little bit of yeah. vape while I'm sitting on the toilet. So, in a way, I time. think, in a way, I think this next generation is like going to be smarter than we were. 
Could be. Probably. Right? Like, they they don't want to drink. They don't want to smoke. Or they won't have to be smart. Anything you could ever want to know, you could just look up in an instant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Daniel, go take a smoke break, and we'll be back <laughs> at 640 with Craig Campbell tickets here on 98.5 The Bull. Craig Campbell tickets are free right now. 643. Tag in. Daniel, welcome in, Daniel. Welcome in to our contestant. Who do we got, Daniel? Today we got Michael calling from, you said Cleveland, Oklahoma? Yeah. What What are the roads like out there? Uh, they're not bad out in Cleveland. I'm driving back into the Wausau, and they're getting, the side roads are bad, but the main roads are pretty much clear. All right. Well, you take it easy out there. I've got a game for you. It's called Who's uh, Been on Television Longer? I'll give you two different television shows, and based on that, you have to guess which show has been on television longer. Pretty simple, right? Yep. All right. We'll start out with Grey's Anatomy or The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. The Tonight Show. Not the, not the one with Jimmy Fallon. That one debuted in 2014. Grey's Anatomy came on uh, in 2005. But The Tonight Show itself has been around, just not with Jimmy Fallon. Right. Oh, wow. Uh, how about this? The Simpsons or Law and Order? Ooh. The Simpsons. The Simpsons is correct. That one's very close, though. The Simpsons debuted in 1989, Law and Order 1990. This is another tough one. The Price is Right or Will of Fortune? Uh, Will of Fortune. No, it was The Price is Right. That one, again, very close. 1972, Wheel of Fortune, 1975. Could you imagine, Tig, working at The Price is Right or Wheel of Fortune all these years? Yeah, like that's like the only job career. you ever had. Yeah, I mean, probably pays well by now, but, boy, you'd be sick of yeah. everything. That Will, Vanna, Pat, all of it. Plinko and all that. Yeah. Um, Michael, Days of Our Lives or Sesame Street? Sesame Street. Actually, it was Days of Our Lives. Days wow. of Our Lives debuted in 1965. Sesame Street, 1969. All right. Uh, that's all I've got. I, I say he got enough. I know it's a tough one. Yeah. That's hey. Being generous. H how old are you, Michael? I'm 29. Yeah, so come on. Maybe a little out of the age demographic there. Okay, well, Michael. Yeah, uh, just a little. <laughs> well, the reason I did that game is because uh, Dr. Phil going to go off the air after 20 years. Yeah. Do you watch Dr. Phil, Michael? I, I, I've seen a couple episodes. I don't watch it. Have you watched it lately, Tug? Mm, not really, no. The problem now is, um, so he does his normal thing, but then he also... We'll start trying to, like, talk about his wife's beauty products. and no, for, Like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you can't have, like, somebody that's got really hard times in their marriage or yeah. trauma and all that and then go into, you know what I, You know what helps trauma? My wife's beauty serum. And then they'll do, like, a segment. <laughs> I didn't know they were doing that. it's obviously a commercial. Yeah, it's just obviously become like a uh, So no more Dr. Phil, huh? Yeah, going to go off the air here eventually. Just an ad. <laughs> well, but, there you go. Hey, look, you got Craig Campbell tickets. I hope Craig Campbell didn't stop the show to try to sell his wife's beauty products. He's like, I can do another number. But before that, look at this lipstick. <laughs> My wife's lipstick brand. It's, uh, it's Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull, and you could be just like our guy here and win more Craig Campbell tickets tomorrow at 640 here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Good morning.
98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyg and Daniel. Good morning, Daniel. People are debating online about a loaf of bread, the two outermost pieces. What do you call those, Tyg? Uh, the butt. Excuse me? What do you... That's for real. What do you really call the... I you guess call I call it the, the butt. I think I do. I don't know what you call that. The end piece that's like all toasty? There's the, there's the beginning of it and then the very end of it. And you call it the butt. I don't believe that. <laughs> the butt of the bread. All right, well, what do you call it? Please. What? what are you tra- trying to do a bit here? No, I'm, I'm asking you what you call it. You now, don't say I would oh, call it. The- I don't know the name. I just call it the butt of the bread, I guess. So like you the- call it the front butt and then the back butt. I guess so. All right. Well, this is not a comedy show for children. This is I'm trying to be an adult here. Go. What are you trying to say? What do you mean go? This is a com- this is a conversation where you muse. You don't just yell go. Well, you said they're debating online about what you call the end of a bread. Right. So the what are people saying? The most common answers okay. are the hill and the end piece. Oh. But some people call it end bread, the end slice, or uh, some other morons out there call it the butt, or the crust, or the crust end. Mm-hmm. I thought that everybody called it the end piece. No, I didn't know. Or the hill. By the way, a lot of people get rid of that piece. So I think it's the best piece there is. I'll get two ends and make uh, build a sandwich. I don't believe that. Yeah, I, I don't do. believe I you've the ever end. in your That's life crazy. ate the two people end pieces. Are, they're, they how, this. First of all, how would you get the very end piece and the very beginning piece? Well, because if you buy the whole loaf, you get one and one, right? The reason you shouldn't get rid of that first piece is not because it tastes good, but it cut is it it stops the bread from getting stale. Mm. And you're telling me like a psychopath sometimes. I'll get in there if I make a BLT or grilled cheese, I'll use the two end pieces. A lot of people are overlooking that. You gotta stop and smell the roses. You're getting rid of something very <laughs> that delightful. Is not the, that is what a monster. Jeremy Dahmer or, or Jeffrey Dahmer would be like, I, I don't want to be near him. <laughs> if he knew that you were eating you know, the, well, the two you're end pieces. You're missing out. What can I say? Even that beautiful sandwich he brought that lady, his neighbor was not made out of the two end pieces on that show that time. Well, had he made them out of that end piece, he might have ate that sandwich. What does your wife call the two end pieces? I don't know. I've only been with her for like 17 years. I have no well, idea. Well, if you want to make it to 18, you better stop calling it butt of the, the bread. Butt of the bread. The best part where I'm missing out. You know what else we could be missing out on, Daniel? Early detection with our health. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, you ever wake up and I'm like, ah, and I always go to the worst place. I go, that's definitely like deadly, whatever that pain is. But you could get peace of mind and maybe find something early if there is something going on with Craft Body Scan. It's it's real easy. Like, you don't have to get ready the night before. You don't fast or anything. However you're dressed right now going to work, you could stop by a Craft Body Scan, do this thing in just a few minutes. It'll save you so much stress. Like you said, you wake up sometimes. You're like, oh, is something wrong? Well, go find out if something's wrong. Uh, you get up on that table. They do like a selfie of your insides, a quick scan, and uh, you're done. And then a few days later, they let you know, hey. Everything's all right, you or did here, this. you need to work on this. Yeah, you said it was easy, man. Feel like a million bucks now. I don't, I don't lay there and worry about my health. I'm in charge of it. You don't have to get naked. Mm-mm. You just go in there, just like you are now. Craft Body Scan can help you find something earlier. Just give you. I, peace I of tried mind. to get naked. And the guy's like, "Whoa, hey, like, don't do that." Hey, they're like, "Sir, this is the reception area." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go, go to craftbodyscan.com. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel. Tig, if you were having a, a scrape by, make ends meet, and you had to make the cheapest meal possible. Mm-hmm. And maybe you had to do this back in college or yeah, times in your life when you didn't have too much. What is your uh, poverty meal, well, your, there's your dinner on a dime, as they would call the it? The cliche here? answer is uh, usually I'd make Kraft macaroni and cheese or uh, ramen noodles, which are delicious, by the way. Ramen's all right for you, but so it's a lot of salt. Uh, Kraft mac and cheese, even though that's 
fairly cheap for the box of it, you've then got to get milk, butter, and all that. you got to add mm -hmm. these things to it. I guess ramen's the easiest of all. All you need is water. So if you're trying to survive just like on $10 to feed you and your family for a week. $10? What would your strategy be? Huh. That's a good question. What could you do with $10? I mean, I feel like a loaf of bread, you can get, like, the store brand for a dollar, so that might be a good start. Yes. What else is cheap but in bulk? Uh, older people somehow mastered this. If you ever talk to an older person, they just love, like, a uh, my my parents and people down in Alabama love a banana sandwich. And I guess that's just <laughs> bread and uh, banana and mayonnaise. Oh, no, really? no, 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 no peanut butter. Huh. Mayonnaise. Well, I remember, like, growing up, and I'd go to my grandmother's house, and she had survived the Depression. And when they ate chicken, like, if you, you know, had fried some chicken, and you got the leg or whatever, you know how no normally I would eat, you know, most of it or whatever. It, at the end of their meal, it would be, like, just a bone, because they were so used to having to stretch everything so far that they didn't leave any meat on the bone. And I, it's not like I left a lot. It was just... They get done, it looks like ants. Yes, have eaten it. <laughs> have gotten a hold of it. Mm -hmm. So I guess I was kind of curious what people's uh, poverty mills were. The, the mills that if you had to scrape by, what, what would, would you have? Yeah, you know, of course, don't do the obvious ones like ramen. But there must be something to like these banana sandwiches or even the uh, tomato sandwiches. Yeah, I think a lot of foods that... Um, Is that all over just here in the... Or down in, like, the south-south? I, I don't know, but I, I think a lot of foods that we eat um, were a function of trying to figure out how to make it through a tough time financially, and then they stuck with us, and they're actually pretty good meals. Have you ever seen that movie, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. You know how they're just living in poverty and all that? My dad claims that when he was a kid, that's what it was like around their house, like, Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? He might be right. I've... I've never heard these stories other than him. Yeah. But if you did grow up in that era, you probably had to really consider what you're about to eat. So we want to know from you this morning. What are your poverty meals? Those meals that if you're trying to uh, scrape by that week, the cheapest meal you come up with, and maybe probably some people look back on these kind of meals with fond memories. Sure. There's Just like my parents do these, connected to it. these fruit sandwiches they would eat with the banana or the tomato. All right. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Dana wants to know. Those poverty meals you, you turn to. Have you ever had a spam sandwich? Yes, thing? and they're delicious. I love those things. Well, there you go. That would be like your poverty meal. 918-879-9898. The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Dana, you're curious. Uh, you wanted to know from folks. Well, you know, coming up or uh, even maybe now, you might have to turn to what I call a poverty mill. It's like you, um, you're you trying to save some money there. You, the what, what, a, mill. what a terrible situation, by the way, to be at a point where you don't have the money to properly eat. But you have to turn to these poverty mills, as I call them. you got to save a little money, and I just wondered what everybody's was. Hey, good morning. Who's this? Oh, this is Lonnie. Lonnie, what's that uh, poverty mill you uh, you turn to? Uh, pork and bean and wieners. Pork and bean wieners? What is that? You know, can of pork and beans and hot dogs, bar-ass hot dogs. Oh, I think they used to call those back in the day, I think they called them beanie weenies is what they call them uh -huh. when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah, you can get those in the gas station, the little the little can. and Yeah, how much does that cost, yeah. by the way? Well, I always just buy the can of pork and beans and buy a couple, two cans of pork and beans and then pack the bar-ass hot dogs, and it goes pretty far. Well, that's double pork and beans. Yep. That's high on the hog, buddy. <laughs> 
All right, oh, yeah. thanks for the it's call, cheaper. man. Thank you. Hey, good morning. It's Ty Godino. Who's this? Kendra. Kendra, uh, what's your uh, poverty meal? Uh, bread, mustard, and potato chips. Bread, mustard. So you made a mustard sandwich with a side of potato chips, or you ate the chips on the... Uh... Oh, on the bread. Do, do you do that regularly, or is this... I mean, do you actually enjoy this treat? I mean, will you just make it whether or not you need to, or, you know? I, I did it whenever I was working in school, and every once in a while I still have it. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's college kids, really, uh, Tyg. That's when you're younger, you're in college, you don't have any money, and uh, you don't really care what you're eating. You, you have, your body hasn't gone to crap yet, so you can eat like you feel like, like she's saying, a potato chip sandwich. That's right. You do what you got to do. So we're taking your calls on that poverty meal, 918-879-9898. Remember, growing up, Tyg, we didn't have much money. Instead of, uh, sl- we buy Sloppy Joes. Mm-hmm. We didn't couldn't get the hamburger meat, so we just had the sauce. We called them sloppies. <laughs> <laughs> Probably pretty good, to be honest. God, Lord, that would be, <laughs> be awful. 918-879-9898. Good morning. It's Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tiger Daniel. 15 minutes away from uh, Luke Bryan. So you can tell about that. Pretty good show there. Uh, here on 98.5 The Bull. In the meantime, Daniel, you were curious about what you're calling poverty mills. Uh, these would be the mills that, uh, you know, when you're broke. You've been broke before, haven't you? Mm-hmm. In college, you get broke. Sure, you, you, sure, just sure. Just about anything. Um, probably go, growing up down on the Gulf of Mexico like you did in Mobile, I'm sure y'all ate. You probably turned a lot of seafood. I'd we, imagine that was super We fished a lot. And uh, so that was kind of free, you know, aside from the sides. But, yeah, so uh, those were poverty meals, but also we would have done it anyway. You know what I'm saying? But looking back on it, you, I would think you'd look back on seafood with a fond memory. Now you won't touch the stuff. No, I, I feel like you, I feel like you ate too much that of it. That was like my 100% of my diet. Mm-hmm. For like 10 years. I didn't know. I'm good on seafood. Hey, good morning. It's uh, Tiger Daniel. Who's this? Lena. Lena, what's that poverty meal you turn to? So uh, we call it the noodle caboodle, but it's basically just a pound of ground beef, uh, a package of egg noodles, and a can of cream corn. You throw it all together and put it on a plate. How did you come up with that? Um, it's actually an old recipe of my um, husband's. Uh, mother, she they they had it when they were little. Like a depression and era it's really meal. Cheap. Yeah, well, I don't know if it came from the depression era, but it came from uh, his maternal grandmother, and it's really good and it's really cheap. And then if you have a little bit of extra money in your budget, you can get some shredded cheese and sprinkle that on top. And it's called the but noodle. It's, without- it's called the noodle caboodle. That's what we call it, yes. You know, uh, it's funny. She said, add cheese. You know you made it when you get to put cheese on your noodle caboodle, right? hmm Like uh, ramen now, do you know that some ramen uh, has uh, freeze-dried vegetables that you can add to it? So, you know, when you graduate to the ramen with vegetables, you kind of arrived, right? Well, you don't add it to it. It comes with it. No, you. it's in a different packet, and you pour it in. I've never in my life seen a ramen that comes with it does. It freeze-dried comes with vegetables. <laughs> the, the bowl it comes with has them in there already. No, it doesn't. I'm what talking about the ramen noodles that? you get out of the plastic. It's like a brick. And in that brick. I've had uh, the top ramen. Okay, you're wrong. You're telling me that now they come with a packet of freeze-dried vegetables in it as well as the powder. Yes. 
No. Okay, well, you know, then why would I lie about well, I, If I was going to lie about something, it would be like... You want to do a little bet? You want to do a little bet? I'll do it. Yeah, because I have it at my house. I'll, if I was going to lie about something, I would say, yeah, I, I didn't kill lying. that guy. I'm I not going to lie about ramen. I don't think you're lying. I just don't think that exists. It does. And where? what is it called? I don't know. It's like... Oh, odd. You don't know. Because <laughs> Ramen I would, Plus. I, would I, I don't it's know. It's called Ramen Plus. I guarantee you, Daniel, you can go get a package of ramen. You know, like the square little brick. I know what ramen and is. inside that plastic will be an extra packet of vegetables. And how does that fit in the sealed packaging? Well, it's flat. It's like flakes of vegetables or something. And you, uh, oh, you pour it in there with the powder. And then now you have vegetables, too, with your ramen. Okay. Hey, good. What do you mean? Okay. Does that go I well? punch I know what the the vegetables are you're eating over there. Mushrooms. <laughs> oh, I'm taking hallucinogenics. <laughs> I see. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, call and correct Daniel real quick. But in the meantime, hey, good morning. Who's this? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Other than saving on your cell phone, uh, what's that poverty meal? I would have to go with uh, chicken broth and cooked noodles. So, in other words, chicken noodle soup. Yeah, just without the chicken. Do you know that there is a broth bar here in Tulsa, by the way? Somebody was telling me about yeah, this. Yeah, so I, I, I got day. a drink from the broth bar. And all it is, you is can get really? beef broth, you can get chicken broth, but they put it in a cup like Starbucks, and you drink warm broth. W where is that? I don't know. It's somewhere in Tulsa. Man, you got to send me the address, please. I, I'll go right now. All right, let's look it up. All There's right, a broth bar, and you go in there, and you, you say, well, what can I get here? Well, what you can get is just broth. And you think that's crazy, but I drank a glass of broth, and it gives you some nutrition. And you know, it's I, see like it, a, I see it right here. It's called Bon Broth Bar. It's eighty-one fifty-two South Harvard Avenue. Oh man, that's awesome! Because man, I'll uh, I'll just open up the refrigerator, and my wife's like, "What are you doing? I'm thirsty." And I go in and I grab the chicken broth and start drinking it. <laughs> what are you, like a werewolf? No, man, it's a thing. Cold, I, I, though? I never considered ever drinking broth, but now there's a whole store dedicated to you drinking broth. Yeah, but it's certainly warmed up, isn't it? Is it yeah, warm it's hot. Broth? It's like coffee. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Bon, B-O-N. You can look this up. It's B-O-N Broth Bar. They don't open till 9 o'clock, but that's, uh, yeah. wow. They just sell broth. Oh, man, that's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Thank you. Hey, send us a message so on uh, Tig and Daniel. Let us know how that broth is. All right. I will definitely do that. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tyga and Daniel. I see again on Reddit, Daniel, people are complaining about explosions in Tulsa. And real quick to touch on this again, a few months ago we took calls on this, and I think we figured it out, um, that you'll hear explosions 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 4 a.m., and, boy, you're going to get it soon because, Daniel, you just, you're about to close on a house in Midtown uh, near an area of commerce, and you're going to hear the explosions. I even, I even went to my neighbor who fought in Iraq, and I said, what, what are these explosions we're hearing at night? And he goes, I hear them too, and I have no idea. And we finally got to the bottom of it, and somebody, as they say on Reddit today, they're concerned about the explosions. It's uh, dumpsters. We feel like we got to the bottom of it. But I feel then like we did. We took calls on it, and we had everything from somebody said they were disposing of demolition or they were, what are they, uh, bombs or People something? People were saying that it's the train cars getting connected, you know, like where they, you know, hook one car to the other one, that loud metal clashing. But uh, I think what it was was these, um, these people are contracted to take away trash. They do this two or three or four in the morning and they go to a business and they lift up those really big metal dumpsters. Yeah. And then they throw them back down on the ground. It's like, kaboom. And you'll hear multiple because then they go next door to the next business. Then they go to the next business and then they go to the next business. So two or three in the morning, you you think you're hearing explosions.
which concerned me for quite some time, actually. You know, one guy on, on Reddit said that he, he even had thought that the city must be building like an underground secret thing that they're not telling us about. Like, these have got to be underground explosions happening. Like Gus Fring making that... Uh, yeah, like an underground yeah. lab or something. So, Well, somebody else uh, figured that maybe they were out in the country firing cannons. Yeah, so but this is really ran the gamut. We still don't have a proof of what these explosions are. One of us is going to have to ride around at night. And figure it out. And figure out. Yeah, but uh, if you're up 2, 3, 4 in the morning, you're going to hear these explosions around Tulsa at least, and you're like, what? I think it's the dumpsters. I have to tell myself that. Otherwise, I'll go insane. Trying to figure this out. It's 985 The Bull, Daniel. And here now, we've got uh, Luke Bryan tickets, don't we? What are we going to play today on We're The Bull We're going to play uh, Trivia Pot Pourri. Okay. So just uh, random trivia questions. We're looking for caller 9 and caller number 10, 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. And if you're victorious, you get yourself some tickets to see this very guy right here. going to be in Tulsa. I don't want this night to end. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Dano. Good morning, Owasso and Brooknera. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Dano. Welcome into the Bull Fight. We do it every day at 7.40 today. Uh, Luke Bryan tickets and all this week at 7.40, so that includes Thursday and Friday. Who do we have today, Daniel? Today we have Stormy, a dental assistant out in Pawnee. How are you this morning, Stormy? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. Are you uh, awake? Are you uh, you're dragging this morning? What's happening? I'm awake. This is a laid back lady, Tyke. She doesn't get very excited. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> All right, Matt, uh, you still there? Yes, sir. Matt, where are you calling from? Bartlesville. Bartlesville. You say you do refurb. Well, what does that mean exactly? What is refurb? <clears throat> it's basically just going in when somebody moves out and. Uh, Fixing or painting, whatever needs done. If somebody's ever moved out of an apartment, you found something weird in there? Uh, no, this is uh, in a retirement village, so it's pretty much cut and dry, nothing. Like where there's originals <laughs> well, and things. Well, they might have weird stuff in there, too. All right, guys. Now, let's go ahead. No, I haven't ever found anything weird. All right, let's get down to business. It's trivia potpourri. These are all general knowledge trivia questions. Whoever gets the most right out of Ten questions, five apiece, goes to see Luke Bryan. Uh, best of luck to both of you. We'll start with you. Stormy, what did the Grinch try to steal? Christmas. Christmas is correct. Matt, who was Little Red Riding Hood's adversary? The Big Bad Wolf. The Big Bad Wolf. We are tied up two to two. Stormy. What Italian constructor is the most successful Formula One team of all time? Wait, say that again. What'd you say? What Italian constructor is the most successful Formula One team of all time? There was a movie about this called Ford versus Ferrari. It was called Ford versus Ferrari, and uh, one of those teams had the successful, the most successful Formula One team of all time, the Italian one. That would be Ferrari. Okay. Matt, besides chocolate, what is the main flavor of Nutella? Um, <clears throat> uh, oh my gosh, I know what it is. I can't think of it. Uh, peanut oil, I don't know. Peanut oil? No, it was a uh, hazelnut. <laughs> 
Hazelnut. I couldn't think of anything, so I had to guess something. We are still tied up one-to-one. Three questions to go. Stormy, what weapon does Luke Skywalker wield? Lightsaber. Lightsaber is correct. Stormy takes the lead. Matt, in Norse mythology, who is the father of Thor? Zeus. That is incorrect. That would be Odin. Uh. Odin. And with that, Stormy takes the lead. Two questions to go. Stormy, whose face launched a thousand ships? Whose face launched a thousand ships? Let me think. Help her out with that, Tug. Don't know. Helen of Troy. Oh, yeah, because she was beautiful, right? That's what they say. Matt, in what country would you find a billabong? A billabong? B-I-L-L-A-B-O-N-G, a billabong. Uh, England? No. That would be Australia. What is a billabong? Yeah, really? I don't know. <laughs> well, you're the quiz master. Shouldn't you know? It's a lake. Okay. In, Aus- in Australia. One question to go. Stormy is ahead by one. Stormy. Yes. What is either a medical clinic in Minnesota, a hotel in Tulsa, or something you might put on your sandwich? Can you say that again? What is either a medical clinic in Minnesota, a hotel in Tulsa, or something you might put on your sandwich? Mayo Clinic. Mayo Mayo. is correct. And with that, I see no road ahead for Matt. Matt has one to Stormy's three. Uh, So Stormy has defeated Matt in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Now, Stormy, you've got a decision to make. You can hold on to these tickets. Go see Luke Bryan at the BLK Center. Or you could give them to Matt. Matt, why should Stormy give you the tickets? Uh, I wouldn't expect her to do that. But, you know, you try to talk her into it. It would be nice. (laughs) Why would it be nice? It would be nice. It would be nice to have a date night, but I'm sure she needs one, too. Are you trying to ask her out on a date? (laughs) No, I'm married. (laughs) Oh, okay. So, Stormy, uh, the the, the final decision is yours. Uh, I'm going to keep them. All right. Well, there it's you go. cold. Yeah. It's All cold right. outside and in Stormy's heart. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, I'll keep it. All right. Well, congratulations to Stormy and uh, best of luck to everybody else. We're back tomorrow at 740 with another bullfight for Luke Bryan tickets here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. You know, the frustration of uh, trying to find your remote or find your keys or something like that. Very frustrating, right? It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Did you see what happened in Australia, though? And I hadn't seen this covered a whole lot, but I found this completely fascinating and also frustrating at the same time. Uh, in, in Australia, they have, you know, like coal mines or mines or whatever, just like everywhere else. And um, I guess they use radiation in some of these coals, coal mines for certain things. Mm-hmm. And there's a radioactive capsule that looks about the size of a thimble. You know what a thimble is. You use it for a very tiny portion of radioactive substance or whatever. Very tiny. Anyway, I guess it ended up on one of the mining trucks, and they were delivering stuff to another location. 
And then they get to the location and they realize that one of these little pieces of radiation has fallen off the truck somewhere along an 870-mile stretch of road. They're looking for something the size of a thimble on an 870-mile-long road. It fell off somewhere on this journey. I, I saw that. And isn't it emitting like mm-hmm. an X-ray amount of... They say every hour, it's like getting 10 X-rays if you're uh. near this thing. So if you spent, you know, if this ended up in your house somehow and you're living with this thing... Not good. You'll, you'll get cancer very quickly. So they basically, like, freaked in Australia. Like, we have a radioactive thimble out there. And we have an 870-mile stretch of road to find it. And um, they did find it, but it took them a week to find where, it. Where was it? It was just off the side of the road, like if a, a Coke can fell out of your car. It just, you know, tumbled and went off to the side. I would imagine they have Geiger counters or something you can kind well, of zone in on they it. They did have uh, some equipment that could measure radiation and where it was hot, they'd go there, and then they wouldn't find it. So they had, But they said uh, they set up a perimeter, but had anybody been around this thing for any amount of time, they would have major health problems. You think about that, how dangerous something like that is. I mean, if somebody decided to use that for bad purposes, how hard it would be to, you know, find out somebody was bringing in a thimble of radiation. You know what I'm saying? And the frustration of having something you desperately need to find. And these guys probably found this, got home, couldn't find the remotes. Like, oh, not this again. I I missed a great opportunity. You invited me over to your house for like a party the other night for some football game, and you just got a brand new, like, giant television. Yeah. I could have just walked right out of there with that remote in my pocket. And I would have killed you. No, you would have called me and I would have said, you'd been like, man, please, as my friend, tell me, did you take this remote? And be like, no, man, I didn't take it. (laughs) Uh, As a friend, would you tell me that I needed to slim down a little bit? I wouldn't need to tell you that. that relationship? You you know if you do or not. As a friend, I could tell you how you could lose up to 20 pounds in one month, and that's Red Mountain Weight Loss. Yeah, they got a program there called RM3 at Red Mountain Weight Loss. And these aren't just folks. These are doctors that call you at your house. They'll do a video appointment with you from Red Mountain Weight Loss with a doctor. They find out what's going on in your life, come up with a plan. And then if you ever need any uh, medication for this plan, they're just going to mail it to you. So you never leave your house at all. And you could be on your journey to lose up to 20 pounds in the next 30 days. Imagine that scale. Imagine how you'd feel. Imagine how you'd look. It's like turning back the clock. When's the last time you weighed 20 pounds less? Well, Red Mountain Weight Loss can get you there in 30 days, and you get started by dialing pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. Top now for Off the Wall. We go to a company's Facebook page every Wednesday morning, and we see what these are actual people that uh, came up with either a complaint or a compliment about a company, and they took time out of the day, and they go to a Facebook page, page of the company and today we're going to do it's marie calendars which i uh whenever i've had frozen stuff i always got that michelinas or that uh stofers i never thought to get marie calendars to me that was the upper echelon of frozen foods am i right if you could buy a marie calendars you could eat at a restaurant you wouldn't be in the frozen food section right All right uh elaine says i found a hair in my turkey pot pie and oh, then boy. she showed a picture of it Elaine, clearly this was the hair you took off your own head and just laid on the top of it. <laughs> I mean, I bet businesses have to deal with that hundreds of times a day. Yeah, and it's a bad situation to be in because even if you feel like they're lying, you, you risk, you know, incriminating somebody's innocent, you know. Well, if I were Marie Callender's, I would just be like, okay, prove that it was in there. Yeah. And you really can't. Uh, Patricia says, tonight I removed the dinner from the microwave and it spilled down my arm and onto the floor. There was too much water in it. I'm not a fool, but adding this much water so that it spills so easily is not smart. Uh, A guy named Thankful 
posted sick for Christmas. Thanks, Marie Callenders. Oh, yeah, got, sick off the meal. That's what he says. Oh. Uh, Tom says there's too much sauce in the shrimp fajitas meal. Brooke, <laughs> too, mu- is it too much sauce? You can always just put that aside. I ain't getting no have- frozen shrimp fajitas meal from Ooh. nowhere. That sounds terrible. Uh, Brooke says white water is not Alfredo sauce. <laughs> Lady named Amber says this page is nothing but complaints, and, and yet you keep coming out with new crap. My son-in-law's meatloaf meal. Are you kidding? I get country fried chicken, and it was thin as F. Oh, my she, God. She, just, she didn't spell it, though. Okay. Are, is uh, is Marie Callender's responding? Oh, yeah. They are like, hey, uh, so sorry you had a bad experience with ours, and we sent you a message. Uh, Pearl says, why does your pot pie take so long to cook? 60 minutes? Get out of here. What? She don't like it. Now, that is a little bit out there. I, is there not a well, microwave? It's a frozen pot pie. I mean. Can't you zap it for four minutes? They not have a microwave She does it the old-fashioned way, the oven. I would think you could put one of those in an air fryer, but that would still probably take a while. Uh, Jones says, y'all going to kill somebody with hypertension with y'all 650 milligrams of sodium dishes, y'all. Yeah, well, look, if you got high blood pressure, it's kind of on you to not eat frozen meals after that, you know? Mm -hmm. And finally, uh, let's end on a high note. Bambi says, your Vermont white cheddar macaroni and cheese bowls are delicious. My husband and I loved them. <laughs> I don't know if it's stranger to complain at Marie Callender's or to get on there and really give like a heartfelt, genuine compliment. Like uh, you could see a complaint. You could see being motivated by a complaint and where you would log on to Facebook and give them a piece of your mind. But it takes a lot of motivation to go in there and put a compliment in, right? Wouldn't so, the world be a lot better place if it, it were would. if it were like Bambi yeah. here and, and reached out instead of complaining? Just, hey, just want to let you guys know I, you did a good job. I worked at a store and we sold Marie Callender's. Uh, n- nobody ever came up and said, hey, great job. They would scream at me about, uh, you- like, a fish stick guy came up to me one time. A guy ate fish sticks, and he was mad that there was too much batter, and he just screamed at me. He thought I worked for that Gordon's you fish th- you company. You thought you were the, that silly guy in that yellow raincoat. You're like, no, 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 I'm just the bagger here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so stupid. It's 98.5 The Bull in today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. You gonna kiss me or not? 98.5 The Bull in today's hot country. Good morning, Tulsa, and good morning, Daniel. You ever have one of those things, Tag, you learn after all your life, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, man, I didn't know that my whole time. Mm-hmm. I'm 25 years old, and uh, recently I learned that did you know that schools get paid, public schools now, are paid based off attendance? Oh, well, yeah, I've heard that before, sure. I had no idea. Yeah, they got it in test scores, too, I think. I think they get funding based on that. That's why they really want you to eat that good breakfast before you go in and all that. Well, forget test scores. I, Whenever they would delay school, sometimes I'd be like, well, why wouldn't they just cancel it? Like, who cares? Everybody gets a day off. Turns out it's based on they don't get paid if the kids don't attend. So, so that's why we have like, a delay sometime instead of the cancel, because they want that morning. Oh, yeah, because it is kind of crazy. Like the other morning, um, they said, we're going to delay school by one hour. And I said, well, how in the world can they tell 12 hours out that 7 o'clock is not going to be good, but 8 o'clock will be good? And maybe there's some some um, some logic to what you're saying, that yeah. they don't want to blow off the whole day because then they would lose some funding if they miss too many days or something. Huh. 
Well, no, it's based off the attendance that day, that very day. It's what? not like they have, yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Each day, yeah, you get, they Where are, are you paid. reading this? Are you sure about this? Yeah, I've confirmed it. And uh, yeah, ask anybody that works in education. Uh, I had no idea. Well, that makes more sense because sometimes you're like, why are, why are we doing this at all? But I guess Or if there's like, why don't we get a snow day instead of doing remote learning? Sure. It turns out it's all based on attendance. It's 98.5 The Bull, the more you know. See, it looks like uh, Tom Brady has called sunset on his career. It's 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did You See, where we take a look at what the heck's going on around the world right here in Tulsa. Brought to you by iCare Associates of South Tulsa. Tom Brady, uh, he says he's done for good. Not going to play football anymore. Well, didn't he say that a year ago? Yeah, he said that before. Remember that poor guy that uh, ended up somehow in his possession, he ended up with Tom Brady's last touchdown throw. I think he paid a lot of money for it. And so he paid all this money to get Tom Brady's last touchdown throw. And then Tom Brady announces he's coming back for another year. So that guy's $500,000 football went down to like a dollar. That poor guy. Uh, so he's got to be mad at Tom Brady because he just quit a year later anyway. So Tom Brady says he's done. No other teams. No other games. 23 years. Does he say why? He's just getting, getting older, huh? He just, you know. I mean, in any career, you get to a point where you go, you know, how could I make this more exciting? You know, is this what I want my whole life to be and all this kind of stuff? And, you know, he's 40-something, and he's he's done that his whole life. And he's got a lot of money, so he can probably do other things with his life if he wants to, but he says he's done. If you had to predict, will he just go into obscurity and kind of like lay low, or do you think he'll become a sports announcer? What do you think he'll do? Well, he's single now. You know that wife of his. Mm-hmm. They didn't end up too good. Yeah. So maybe. I don't... He's probably got a lot of time on his hands. He's a multimillionaire. He might be on Sports Center or something. We'll see. But he is done. Uh, speaking of sports, did you see this? A junior varsity girls basketball coach in Virginia is being accused of impersonating a 13-year-old to play on the team. This lady's 22 years old. She is said to have taken the place of a student athlete that was out of town for a tournament, so she just steps in and, and plays in the game. Pretends to be that girl? Yeah. Hmm. Why? This is a shocking to you? Well, why? Because the girl was out. The other lady, the kid was out of town. So she's like, oh, I can't let my team lose. And this is a oh, tournament. So she uh, was like, see. I'll get in there. And uh, here's the father of the player that the coach was impersonating speaking out against the school. Coaches, you know, always preach to these kids about integrity and those type of things. So I was just shocked. I just need, you know, an apology, you know, because I haven't yet received one from, you know, the overseer of the program or nothing. You know, he just came out and just told us the stipulations of what was going to happen, but there was no apology. Uh, what is this guy making it all about him for? Who yeah. cares if the dad got an apology of the, the girl she was impersonating? How about apologizing to the other team that was probably dominated by this 22-year-old? Yeah, the other team, like, is unfair. You know, that kind of happened to me here in Tulsa. I was coaching uh, my son's baseball team mm-hmm. and their four and five year old league or something. And I got out there and the other team was about a foot taller in general. And they were hitting the ball so hard that I got concerned for the safety of my players. Cause it's like, you know, these are four year olds. They're not able to, they're not equipped to defend themselves from a, a line drive to the head yet. And I, I asked the coach, I said, Hey man, how old are your kids on this team? Cause this is like the four or five. Like, yeah, they're four or five. And then I went over to coach first base and the little kid on first base on the other team. He goes, hey, mister. I said, hey, how you doing, little buddy? And he says, it's my birthday. And I said, oh, really? How old are you? He goes, I'm eight. And so uh, the league caught on to this. They kicked him out because the guy. You got the whole team kicked out? Yeah. they got, Well, they were. All the children? 
No, their coach got him kicked out because he, he lied. So I guess he could win the tournament and put kids three and four years older in a five-year-old league. It was well, this crazy. is taking a dark turn. So you got the entire team, the children, all ruined. No, they put them in their appropriate league where they then got their butts whipped. They were winning in the five-year-old league, but when they got to their uh, I think I was league. at that game, and I knew something was up when all the children had five o'clock shadows. <laughs> yeah, they were like, drinking moonshine. <laughs> it's like, this is something up with this age well, of these well, kids. Well, that was an awful position to put you in because you like you don't want to rent out the kids, and I was joking no, about but, that, I mean, but they then were you getting can't. Hurt and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they were cra- Like, you know how when a kid tries to go to second and, you know, there's a second baseman, they were crashing into each other, but it was big kids versus little ones. And one kid was crying. I mean, it was a big old disaster out there. Did you see this? So. A woman that discovered in a tin, she discovered a tin behind her late grandfather's fireplace. Inside that tin, $4,000 and many keepsakes. She claims that he was notorious for hiding money and believes there is more hidden in the yard. Here's this na- a lady named Katie. Uh, she's living down in Florida talking about the money she found. My grandfather was known to hide things all over the house. This is the first thing I found that had actual money in it. We are 99% convinced that he also has money buried out in the yard somewhere. So next up is the metal detector so we can start searching the yard before we sell the house. My great-granddad Carlton moved out of his house in my hometown in Tallahassee, Alabama. We found a... Uh, he had buried a coffee can filled with Bitcoin. Did he? Yeah. Oh, what a treasure. He's like well, a squirrel. Where is this money around the yard stuff? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Get out of here. Um, did you see that? Uh, oh, how about a truly heartwarming marriage proposal? This guy proposed to his girlfriend during his birthday party. Let's see how it turned out. I'll keep this short and sweet. I did wish for something. I hope it comes true. This is not. Lord, this lady's emotional. Wow. Did your wife uh, react like that when you proposed? No, no, no. She was, uh, it's almost like she goes, hey, I guess. Like she's be, be for real. How did she really re- react? Mm, Tig and his wife were at Myrtle Beach, and uh, he tied the ring to the, his shizu. Yeah, the idea the was I was going to be surprised. And my idea was that I would tie the ring to the shih tzu's collar, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, I wouldn't even say anything, and then she would just be petting the Shih Tzu, and then, oh, what's this ring? Oh, my God, you know, da da da, da. Well, the Shih Tzu's an idiot, and instead of uh, letting me tie the ring onto him, he thought I was, like, playing with him at the beach. So he's like, <laughs> and I could never, and, and then my wife was like, what are you doing with the dog? Why are you grabbing its collar? And so it just, it got destroyed, and nothing worked because the dog wouldn't participate, and then she's like, why are you messing with the dog's collar? So she saw the ring before, you know, we had that thing. It's, so you, you flubbed it. Oh, I, I totally just blew it. Yeah, it was a disaster. Well, that lady seemed to be truly touched. But it, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good proposal. But we've lasted ten years. All right. So maybe good. a bad proposal. It's kind of like sports. They say if you have a good practice, you have a terrible game. So I had a bad I, proposal. One morning, uh, we can't do it this morning because we're running out of time. But one morning, I would love to hear stories about the best proposal but ended up being the worst marriage yeah and i bet that's all over the place do you know what i see sometimes and i don't know if there's much to this but the fancier the wedding the worse i think the marriage is going to be really yeah because like it's not real it's all fake you know you're spending fifty thousand dollars for sparklers and all these people you don't even know they're there and like to me it's just too much and i go 
are they trying to hide? Like, are they trying to make it work almost, you know? So we'll see. Uh, I proposed to a lady once, and she said no. So I would never in my life ever in front of anybody at all. In fact, if I ever do propose again, I'm going to do it like a confessional like booth. Like in a voting booth. Yeah, like <laughs> one, of those, uh, one, of those, one of those tanks you get in and lay down in that salt water. Yeah, okay. The, very, uh, the, uh, very private. Yeah, yeah, one of those booths where uh, nobody in the world can see what's <laughs> can going see on. see what's going on. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're back tomorrow morning again at 740 with Luke Bryan tickets. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. I had said earlier that um, a really big wedding, fancy wedding, makes me almost nervous for the couple. Um, and I have a hard time explaining why that makes me feel that way. It's 98.5 The Bull, but there's plenty of people that... Uh, just, you know, go to the courthouse and do it, and they their marriage lasts for 50 years. And I've seen people who had elaborate weddings, and three years later you see on Facebook that they you know, are single again. You ever see that? Yeah, yeah, it happens uh, from time to time. So uh, my theory is the, the fancier the wedding, the more worried I am about the couple getting married. Hey, who's this? Hi, Christy. Christy, what's up? I was just calling to say I totally agree. I think the fancier the wedding, uh, it just seems to fall apart. Yeah, I, what is I it? Definitely. Help me kind of figure out why I feel that way. I, I, I guess in a way, I feel like the wedding, almost like, what am I trying to, if are you, you have are a you really fancy wedding. Are you trying to say, Tig, that if uh, people go too far on the wedding, it's it's more about themselves or the day than it is the actual Commitment. love for each other? I, I think so. I mean, I've gone to some wedding. Hey, man, I know my cousin got married, and she married a really rich fellow, and they had this wedding and it probably cost like no kidding two hundred fifty thousand dollars what and i went to this wedding and it was ridiculous and guess what a year later they can't stand each other and now she's remarried and has been for 20 years to a guy she eloped with at a courthouse you know (laughs) me and my husband eloped too we have a great marriage (laughs) how long have you been married we've been married 10 years but we've been together for 20 years in july are you sick of him no, I love him. We have a great marriage like that. <laughs> Let me ask you an honest question here, and this is put you on the spot. But you know how when you first start dating somebody, you get, like, butterflies and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. When he walks, uh, you know, when he gets, uh, after 20 years, when he gets home from work, do you get butterflies? You're like, oh, that's him again. No, I don't get butterflies. <laughs> but I, what a ridiculous question, Doug. Nobody's going to always have gone. that nervous, like. I don't know. Is it possible after 20 years to still go, like, I think what helps is when they're gone for a little bit. Like, my wife used to travel uh, two weeks at a time or something. And then, yeah, we would be pretty excited to see each other. But just every day, I was kind of like, oh, you're you're back, huh? <laughs> okay, Christy apparently has a different marriage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we're we best friends, so it works. Best friends, that'll work. Good stuff there, Daniel. Are you and your wife best friends, Tiger, or best lovers? I don't know the difference. What is the difference there? Yeah, we're best buds, I'd say. Yeah. Of course. She knows all my hang-ups. I know. Well, she doesn't have hang-ups, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. You know what would be perfect? I uh, lost some weight, though. I bet she'd like it a little better if I yeah, kind of slimmed on down a little bit. Well, come on. You don't do that for other people. Ty, you do that for you, and you can do it with the Red Mountain Weight Loss. You could get on the scale a month from now, and you could have lost up to 20 pounds with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Man, spring's right around the corner. I know it's really cold outside now, but when you really think about it, it's not that far off from spring, and I would love to be able to take off my blouse by the pool and not be humiliated. Right. Well, with Red Mountain Weight Loss, you can be 20 pounds down. That's like a time machine. When's the last time we weighed 20 pounds less? 
and we can do it within 30 days with Red Mountain Weight Loss. These are going to be doctors that call you at your house for a video chat. They're going to get to know you, know what your struggles are, come up with a plan, and then you can be on your way to getting down 20 pounds in the next month with Red Mountain Weight Loss. Uh, get started. You never have to leave your house. Even anything you need to take for the plan, they'll mail it to you. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss right now. That's pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss.